everyone. Welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Myland, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? The energy has changed. Can you feel it? How has the shift from Scorpio season to Sagittarius season affected you? As a person with a strong air element score and virtually no water in my natal chart, Scorpio season presents challenges to me. Now, my north node is in Scorpio, though, so my higher purpose in this life is found in the deep transformative seas of Scorpio. But I experience Scorpio season pretty viscerally. It's intense for me. I go to the deep, dark places, to the emotionally wrenching depths of the psyche. Ultimately, Scorpio season is a purging season for me, which is positive. But the experience can be very draining, and certainly this year it took a lot out of me. I had to go into deep recluse mode uh, so I could rest, mend, and recharge for the past few days. Uh, only now, six days into Sagittarius season, do I feel as though I've got my mojo back. Um, Neptune is stationing direct this week. You have been on a spiritual journey these five months whether you know it or not. Neptune has brought you back through your journey and deep into your unconscious self. There will have been a consistent theme to your dreams over the past five months, though it may take a while to identify what that theme has been and what it truly means. While it was likely an uncomfortable to painful odyssey, bringing new understanding clarity, reconciliation of past wounds, and difficult interpersonal relations and experiences has been Neptune's mission since June. Beyond that, Neptune has aspired to bring us closer to universal spirituality and to align us um, with new purposes in life. Religions are human-made. Spirituality, however, is of the celestial skies and the divine. For me, I have started asking different questions about my past and have formed a more balanced, compassion-based relationship with my complicated family dynamic growing up. I have also gained further awareness of my own complicated nature and that that complicated nature existed much earlier than I might have considered before. Yes, some bad shit happened and that was in no way my fault and it impacted my life in very harsh ways. But, you know, I have different context, uh, which is proving helpful to me now. Um, you know, for the spiritual, you know, person, a consistent level, you know, for a person who's living spiritually or for the spiritual, a consistent level of inner well-being and serenity in each present moment is always the goal. That into, you know, in service to the spiritual universe. Well, this Neptune retrograde has, you know, definitely helped me to ascend to a new place um, you know, where I can reach new levels of spiritual being in my journey. Over the coming days, consider what the Neptune retrograde has stirred or inspired in you. Dissent has been uh, inspired in China these past days. Now, if you guys are following that on social media, etc., I got a lot of see a lot on my TikTok. Um, Surprise, that gets through actually on that uh, platform. Uh, China, of course, is the last major communist nation in the world. And uh, the people there are pushing back against the totalitarian rule of the party and of Supreme Leader Z. I wish them well in their quest for freedom. 
certainly the videos and images of the faceless white hazmat suited cause you know cosmic <laughs> communist uh, maybe they're cosmic cosmic communist controllers trying to suppress the protests and push down the people are disturbing in a really dystopian kind of way I certainly would never want to live in that sort of a societal structure or system. Um, power to the people of China. May they free themselves from the oppressive authoritarian yoke they have been laboring under since 1949. That's a long time. Thoughts and energies for the brave girls and women of Iran fighting for freedom from religious oppression, um, from the theocracy that is their government since 1979, and freedom from the murderous violence of the so-called morality police. Those are two words that should never be put together, morality and police. Thoughts and energies out to the universe for the uh, innocent people of uh, Ukraine being brutalized and terrorist, terrorized by Putin's imperialist armies, as well as for those in other places of the world also suffering and struggling just to survive in wartime conditions in their own homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile neighboring countries, as what happened in you know Ukraine, or civil war or terrorist insurgency. And we have countries in South America... You know, Colombia's got some stuff going on now. We've got the Middle East, um, Southeast Asia, and right across the co continent of Africa. There are quite a few nations embroiled in that in Africa. Not in a good state. Um, thoughts and energies for the young girls and women at risk and suffering because they were denied abortion health care and rights by the religious fanatics appointed to the Supreme Court in the United States by the uh, Trump administration. A thoughts and energies also for the victims of uh, a seemingly endemic uh, gun violence that's rampant um, in the United States. And, you know, it's happening here in Canada. Now, here in Canada, it's, it seems to be, you know, crime-based. Uh, you know, it's street gangs that are, uh, you know, they're lighting up the, our, our cities with uh, gun violence. But um, whether it's, you know... Uh, mass killers uh, operating for whatever, you know, insane reason they have or domestic terrorists or, or whether it's criminal gangs uh, just trying to, you know, uh, gain more territory and killing the odd innocent person along the way, as well as, you know, each other. And let's face it, a lot of these people are young people. And I don't like the idea of uh, young people, you know, living lives where they're, you know, where they're involved in that kind of organized crime and killing each other. So, um Whatever, no matter the, no matter what the cause is, uh, you know, or what form it takes, rather the, you know, it's a, it's a problem that uh, we need to deal with in our society here, as well as you know, America. America has too many guns. That's you know, nobody needs those kind of weapons. But that's a that's an American situation. Thoughts and energies, finally, for a peace, you know, our beautiful home, uh, planet Earth. May she know peace. May she receive the help, uh, new clean technologies and necessary worldwide low birth rates and changes in policy right across the planet to get her in a healthy state again. Um, got a conference here this week. Starts, I think, uh, Friday. Already the protests are lining up, too. So we got protesting, protesting the conference, which is designed to help climate change. I'm not sure what the dynamics are there. More to be revealed. Uh, I hope um, a lot of solid ideas are put forth by all who are, you know, interested that uh, we can actually get some cohesive action. Um, before we set the table for the upcoming week with the planetary activity for the next seven days, let's bring things back to basics. Back to basics. 
So this is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there just doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It is a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create an operator's manual for yourself. So there's that, and then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you. And we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets in the zodiac on your natal chart. And so that's, you know, that's what I do in my sessions. You know, um, I love transits and I love interpreting them. And I, it's just a fascinating where all the moving parts and be able to keep them in my head and, and, you know, just point out what's going on, what's happening, how things are heading. And I'm really good at that. I'm also very good at uh, natal astrology and, you know, certainly if you're going to someone for a session, you want to make sure you're going to someone who has, you know, um, extensive knowledge of astrology and also, you know, some considerable experience in life. You're going to get a, a lot more from that for sure. But certainly going to someone who knows what the heck they're doing, what they're talking about, um, that's a great place to start. Okay. Now for the astrology for the week, Monday, November 28th to Sunday, December 4th. Weekly moon cycle. The moon is going to transit from Aquarius to Pisces to Aries to Taurus this week. The moon is in its waxing phase this week. This phase is good for attracting and nurturing energy work and spells for those who, you know, are um, practicing that kind of energy work. Look to your natal chart. See where those four signs are. See what planets you have in those signs. How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication as to which areas of life will be highlighted, for better or for worse, for you in the coming seven days. Now let's take a look at what the inner planets are doing this week. So the sun, which is a luminary, but lumped in with the inner planets. The sun starts the week at 6 degrees Sagittarius and will finish up at 12 degrees Sagittarius. Mercury is at 17 degrees Sagittarius at week's beginning and will travel to 26 degrees Sagittarius. Venus is at 15 degrees Sagittarius. It will move to 23 degrees Sagittarius. Mars is at 19 degrees Gemini and will retrograde back to 17 degrees Gemini. So, yes, back to your natal chart and see where Gemini and Sagittarius are. Via house rulerships, you're going to be see uh, the areas of life that are affected by the inner planet action this week. Now, for the more consistent planetary energy of the middle and outer planets, as well as some other slow transiting elements of astrology. Well, Jupiter is bringing us positive, expansive energy and has us believing in the possible uh, and possibility again at 28 degrees Pisces. It's finished its retrograde. It is truly being the great benefic again. Saturn is bringing discipline and structure uh, to your life and is delivering consequences for those deserving them, <laughs> those who need a lesson. Saturn, the great dark lord of karma. Um, and so that's at 19 degrees Aquarius. Uranus is uh, challenging our existing views on structure and our relationship with convention and authority at 16 degrees Taurus retrograde. Neptune is deepening conscious at 22 Pis degree Pisces retrograde, uh, but it's going to go direct. And uh, later this week, Pluto is forging and facilitating transformation and propelling even the reluctant toward change. <laughs> At 26 degrees Capricorn, Chiron the healer is facilitating fresh healing in old moons at uh, 
uh, 12 degrees Aries retrograde, and Black Moon Lilith is stirring energies of seduction and opening magical channels and enabling empowerment at 25 degrees Cancer. The North Node is at 13 degrees Taurus, and the South Node is 13 degrees Scorpio, so the karmic axis runs low to high from Scorpio to Taurus at that degree point. Take a look at your natal chart, see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are brewing there. Now let's pull this all together and see what the astrological energy of each day of the coming week looks like. Um, so we've got some harmony and we've got some discord, as, as per usual. Uh, Monday, you know, many are going to find themselves dealing with mental blocks um, as Mars retrograde in Gemini trines uh, Saturn Aquarius. Now, a trine is a positive aspect, but the retrograde is the problem. So the spiritual principles of patience and acceptance will prove helpful, very helpful to many now. Tuesday at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, we've got the moon moving into Pisces. But first, let's talk about Mercury and Sagittarius, which joins the more chaos-oriented or, or disruptive uh, portion of the party Tuesday when it, uh, when it forms an opposition to Mars retrograde and Gemini. Distraction can easily lead to accidents under these ener energies. Um, harshly judgmental stances or a nasty overcompetitiveness can take hold in, you know, creating discomfort and problems for those on the receiving end or that stuff. Uh, you know, mean-spiritedness and petty fighting rarely serve anyone in the long run. Um, now, those in a more positive state of being <laughs> will be able to take advantage of Mercury's sextile with Saturn in Aquarius um, and find solutions uh, to difficult situations of all sorts. So I guess, you know, depending upon where you're at, <laughs> you're either creating problems or finding solutions. Um, the moon, yes, you know, it's making its first transit of the week Tuesday. And so it's going from the fixed air of Aquarius to the mutable water of Pisces. And, you know, so that, so Tuesday night, you know, that's definitely going to take a bit of the overall edge off and smooth things out, um, soften things. I think soften is what I'd want to say. And again, you know, as the moon moves into Pisces, um, you want to pay attention to your dreams Tuesday night into Wednesday. Now, speaking of Wednesday, sexual tension amps up as Venus and Sagittarius opposes Mars and Gemini. Avoid impulse-based choice-making now, um, as much as you can. Uh, while swiping left or right is simply a choice, swiping backward is rarely a good idea. It's always best to leave your more toxic relationship experiences and past back in the past. Um, so, you know, somebody else, somebody comes by for another pass by, you might want to you know, think twice before bringing them into your life and your bed. Now, that being said, you know, these energies can inspire some to make a move, and certainly nothing ever happens romantically without somebody making a move. So there's that. So um, relationship, you know, life is what's highlighted most Wednesday, for better, for worse, or hooking up, for better, for worse. 
Uh, Thursday, we've got a Mercury in Sagittarius square with Neptune in Pisces. And so that's can, you know, uh, create some emotional discord in those who are not spiritually aligned, which in turn can cause them to create drama with others or instigate uh, petty meaningless fights. Again, not great. Um, in a more general sense, miscommunication will con- create uh, confusion. And that's, you know, going to be on a broader spectrum of experience. Uh, Make sure you have all your facts straight before moving forward and pay attention to the details of any offer or deal that comes up, you know, Thursday, Friday. Um, Venus and Sagittarius forms a sextile uh, in Aquarius Thursday. And so that, you know, can be helpful in former deep, deeper commitments in the relationship area of life. So that's some relationship forming energies coming out of Venus. Um, Thursday, Friday, uh, and of course, Thursday night late, just at the very end of the day, 11.41 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon transits into Aries. Now aligned with the Sagittarius fire sun, this cardinal fire moon creates one of the great creation and creativity windows of Sagittarius season 2022. Friday, passion abounds as the Aries moon fuses with the Sagittarius sun. If you're not feeling amorous now, you might want to check yourself for a pulse. These are very social fire energies, um, fire element energies, which should be employed and enjoyed as a counter to the, uh, you know, the lengthening dark, cold nights we experience here in, you know, in, the, in this hemisphere anyways, we move toward winter solstice. Um, Saturday, well, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Neptune goes direct in Pisces. Our journey, you know, becomes less internal and more external external in the coming weeks uh you should be able to treat yourself with more compassion now and if you can do that why not show more compassion to others as well venus and sagittarius forms a square uh with neptune and pisces saturday so there be sure you're not being unrealistic about a situation in your life particularly a a romantic situation or putting someone on a pedestal um Sunday at 6.31 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon moves into Taurus. And um, so now we're into fixed earth. And a quiet day at home is what should appeal to most to close out the week. Don't ask too much of yourself Sunday. Feast and rest. For daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram at Duncan Montagne. You'll find one posted most days in the story section. I also post astrology reports on the blog of my website. Um... I'm going to start um, a blog on a Substack. Uh, that'll be soon. Um, that's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to others and be good to yourself. <laughs>